Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast. Thank God. I repeat, thank God it's Friday. It is finally here. It is Friday the 18th of February. For me right now, it is 1.26 p.m. Didn't get a chance to record last night, as you guys may know. So I'm recording right now. I'm not going to do nothing long. I'm not going to do nothing over... An hour and thirty minutes. That's my art. That's that's my goal. If I can be done this by three o'clock, cool. I come back in, three hours left of work, done everything, and I'll get ready to wrap shit up. Now, what I'm doing today? Well, today I'm doing a reaction. I'm, I'm react. I'm reacting to DJ Academics. Shout out to DJ Academics, and he is. Reacting to Fresh and Fit. I guess this is new. I don't know. I mean, I didn't think these guys would continue to go back and forth. But apparently they are. I already gave my my claim or what I personally believe. Um, I think DJ Academics gives more of a civilian point of view because once again he's still one of those guys that look at the manosphere sideways but he's around people who are a part of that manosphere so it's always odd to me when 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 guys it's like me that would be like me saying you know i 
I think gangs are pussies, right? Let's just say that. Let's just say I think gangs are pussies. And I say that all the time. But when you see me, I'm around a, a group of like gang members. It wouldn't make sense. But, you know, that's just my point of view. I also want to point out something else. I seen earlier uh, Donovan Sharp, salute to Donovan Sharp, uh, did a reaction, if you will, to the Tommy Sotomayor situation. Well, compared to, and I'll mention the name this time, uh, Coach Greg Adams did a response to Tommy Sotomayor, but it was in a way to where you're supposed to believe that Coach Greg Adams is just the voice of reason and he doesn't understand why Tommy would react the way he did. Like, all that's bullshit to me. Uh, I think Donovan Sharp's sort of uh, reaction was a little bit more accurate. You do have to realize that he was hit several times by this woman. This man did not threaten any acts of violence towards her to get that. And that's just how it looks for me. You know what I'm saying? But without further ado, we are going to jump into this DJ Academics reaction thing. This is 47 minutes long, so I'm going to pretty much be playing this in its entirety. So I'm going to play most of it, and then I'll pause briefly. I'll try not to get off topic like I usually do, although technically this is Freestyle Fridays, but we're going to call it Free Thinker Friday. That's what we're going to call tonight's show at 6.30. But until then, let's get started right about now. My wrong. And um, I'm, I realized there was some drama. And I'll give you a real quick thing about the drums. Fair use. Fair, fair use. Ack. Big, big homie Ack. Listen, we're both from Jersey, all right? So... Cut a nigga some slack, bro. Like, don't, don't, don't try to sick the dogs on me. Don't get my shit taken down. Don't do that. We niggas from Jersey. You know what I mean? Let's just stick together. I'm using your content to make a point, goddammit. Fresh and fit. Fresh and fit. Let me see. Could I get it? Where could I get? Okay. So apparently, like, some dudes broke into, like, it's it, it been so much fucking drama, chat. So essentially, two dudes, Abba and Preach, called them out, saying they were liars. And let me just say this overall. And, you know, I've talked to these dudes, too. I'm, yo, I'm going to give it, I'm breaking, you know, I always give it just straight down the middle. Fresh and Fit are in this new manosphere. And this manosphere Everybody wants to come through it, and it's a really easy, monetizable um, opportunity to say that you're a guru, an expert, you're this and third. But let me tell anybody who ever ventures into stuff like that. You're entering the realm of where the likes of people like Derek Jackson were at, which means you now need to be perfect. When you're selling a lifestyle, when you're selling tips, tricks, lessons on how to be a person, not, not how to do one particular thing, just how to be a man, you now become up for criticism on every single thing you do in life because it's... Good point. 
Now, what I will say is that everybody in the manosphere is not a guru. I'm not a guru. I'm not a master of anything but myself, and I'm still trying to master myself. A lot of people don't understand what I just said there, but live life. You'll understand eventually. Um, not everybody in this so-called manosphere is a guru. Now, you came across Rolo. You came across all these other niggas. Like I said, no disrespect to Rolo. I played his clip yesterday. I'm just more realistic because I'm a person who doesn't have a huge platform. Right? That's number one. I don't have a huge platform. I'm not here trying to sell anybody anything. I'm just here with a message. Now, for Axe's case, I can understand it because he's looking at it from one perspective. Meaning, a guy like DJ Academics, no disrespect to him, he'll call MGTOW a bunch of losers. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's from his perspective. He'd never seen a guy who really claimed the, Mid, the MGTOW lifestyle in person. He never had a conversation with these people. It's the same thing as the manosphere. That being said, he is right about Fresh and Fit's position because... They blew up pretty quick. You know what I mean? They blew up extremely quick. Now, you got the detractors that say, well, that's because they got bimbos on the show. I may agree with that. But there's also times where they have some heavy hitters. And they still pull the same numbers. May not be the same amount. May not be more. But they still have the same amount of numbers as when they have bitches on the show. You know what I mean? But when you put yourself in that position to where... You're the guru, right? You're the problem solver, right? Buy my course, buy my program and see the results. It's a it's the most it's the most accurate way to get detractors. When you have game for sale, it's it's the most natural way to get haters and detractors. It's now the example of why people are spending their hard-earned money with you. And essentially, that's what Fresh and Fit did. So they pretty much have marketed themselves as, we are going to teach you guys, you men, how to get women, how to position yourself best to get women, and how to operate around women. Now, here's the problem, right? Now, Fresh and Fit, like, I'm sure those guys know they know the game, you know what I mean? And they play it well. Kudos. But if you make your shit two-dimensional, meaning if it's just about attracting women, then you'll naturally get those men to focus primarily on, you guessed it, women. This is the reason why guys like myself, who are more like self-development type of guys, I'm... I'm just telling men, I'm reminding men that it's still about them at the end of the day. They still need to focus on their development for their self. Now, doing so and ironically disconnecting yourself from women is going to bring more of those women around you. Facts. I will say this to anyone. It's very dangerous because I keep saying what's missing in all this guru talk from anybody is a fact we're human. 
<clears throat> so far, big, big homie act. <coughs> and I'm smoking right now. Big act is, is, is pretty much speaking facts. You see, that's like, it's almost like when you look at PUAs, and I'm not saying fresh and fit are really PUAs. They could be. And believe it or not, just even if they consider themselves pickup artists, I would still support them because they still have a lot of meaningful things that they talk about. And I'm just realistic like that. I don't have to agree with somebody 24-7. And I think that's what we lost. We lost track in the fact that we're, we are human beings, right? Like, my shit... I come from a Sigma male point of view because I've definitely been in beta male positions, but I've also had the perks and I've also had certain um, capabilities of also being in the alpha male role or being seen as the head of the pack. I'm in the I'm neutral at this point because what I realize is my words can help or harm hundreds, thousands of people. Words are very powerful, especially if you have meaning and message behind those words. So I always, I always keep that in mind when I podcast. I used to get to a point where if I didn't feel like podcasting, I wouldn't. And that would actually be the worst mistake because when I'm in that, when I'm in that mood, that brings out the intensity and a lot of the shit that I need to talk about. It's not just a happy-go-lucky type of episode where we just sit around and say bitches ain't shit and men are kings and men are the prize. But we don't, I don't do that over here. There's a lot of other guys that's doing that and kudos to them, but that's not my message for you guys. So you do have somebody who's from the outside, but essentially somebody who's affiliated with a lot of the insiders being DJ academics, expressing his views on the manosphere. And for the most part, I agree. It's just, it's like oversaturated with PUA game and pickup game and text game. And we're forgetting about the guys who are out here telling men, hey, live your life. Do what you want. Do what you want at your own risk. Take risk. But don't center yourself and don't center your value around what women believe. Or better yet, don't, don't. It's hard to explain without being an asshole. Like, bitches are going to look at it the wrong way anyway. But don't center your success around the expectations of a woman. You know what I mean? Let's get back into Big Homie Act. And I even brought up Joe to mention this. Is that like, Joe, so I'm for the creator, for the creator. By the way, I fuck with Joe. Like, and I understand why his audience. He's talking about Joe Buttons, by the way. Joe Buttons. Some of his audiences hating him or, or like dip. <coughs> it's because they felt like he lied to them. He was shouting out for the creator, the creator, the creator. And then they felt like, yo, damn, well, who could be more of a creator in your eyes other than your friends? It's your creator and your friend. And you felt you fucked them over. So how could you really be for us? And um, that makes sense. Like the easiest way to get an audience is to sell an ideology. It's, it, it's like a preacher, like a preacher gains a congregation by preaching the word of God. But here's the thing, though. People are looking at you as a model. People are looking at you as a um, 
a a a a a, a test. You get me? Or wait, are y'all good? Are you good? They look at him as an obstacle. I got you, Ack. Don't worry, homie. I got you, nigga. Send me some money now. Okay, I'm about to help you out. What happened? What happened with Fresh and Fit is the, it's actually the reason why I respect him today. This is what happened. Abba and Preach were essentially. I wouldn't call it. They're they're the opposition, regardless of how you look at it, because I've seen him. I've seen him do multiple videos uh, talk about why um, things like MGTOW is the way that, that it is. And they'll talk about certain points of the manosphere, but they won't acknowledge it or they'll mock it or like they'll mock. They'll mock the red pill and what the red pill means. And then they got on to fresh and fit and then a conversation about tricking came out and apparently they got caught up. Because all these all these women out of nowhere. And it's just, I didn't really get a chance to think about it at that time. But now thinking about it, it's bullshit. Because just at that moment where Abba and Preach made the video uh, exposing them for being on Seeking, Arra uh, seeking Arrangements and etc. Excuse me. <clears throat> right after that, all of these allegations of women come and saying, yeah, he said if he wasn't. If, if if I couldn't fuck him, I couldn't be on the show. And it's like, right at that particular time, do you think niggas are that stupid? <laughs> like, like, what a coinky dink. It's like when people, it's like how people look at, and I'm just going to be honest with you, how people look at, um, what's a, what's a good way I can put it? It's like how people, it's like how men will look at a porn star, right? Now, a lot of guys will say, damn, that bitch is fine. She fucks men for a living. That's her title. She's a porn star. A lot of guys will say, if I had the opportunity, I'd fuck that porn star. Now, I say the same shit. In fact, I've said this a while back, that the modern day porn star is a lot safer than a modern day woman. These bitches get tested before every set, before every scene. They, they they have their paperwork ready. Yeah, I'm cleared. Okay, ready, set, action, nigga. These bitches today, they don't even wash their pussy. How the fuck can... Smell like a goddamn swamp down there. What you got, turtles crawling? Bitches got turtles crawling out of their vagina. That's how stinky it smells. Smell like a goddamn swamp. These women are sick. Then they, they, then these bitches. Yeah, I'm going on a rant. Fuck this shit. You know what I mean? I'm gonna talk about act. We, we gonna, we gonna still, you know. But I, it's Freestyle Friday. Fuck all the bullshit. I, there's, there's too many women, right? Who will say they gotta have a nigga that's packing. Gotta be six or up. Now, we talked about the average penis size being 5.1 to 5.5 inches. Average. At best. So now you go to a smaller percentage. And this is what women want. They want that exclusivity of connection, right? They can't, they can't just have regular niggas 
under the fact that they're regular bitches. This isn't men asking a bitch who's a 10 to fuck with a nigga who's a five. That's retarded. Unless that five has five billion, that that bitch ain't paying that nigga no mind. We know that. We understand. We get it. We get it. But all I'm saying is the bitch that's a five should have no, this bitch should have no nerve to suggest that she's in line or she's capable for a 10. You bitches need to go somewhere, all right? A lot of you women, Manosphere, Highlights, Daily mentioned this. A lot of women, the millennials coming around, they're turning 40. Most of these women, and it's fucked up because now it's getting close to saying most of these women are single, childless, bitter, and alone. And it's all their fault. Anyway, let me just get my point off. I know y'all want to move on. The point is this. That's always a vulnerable place to gain an audience. I've watched a bunch of this Manosphere stuff. And what I've realized, and I've came to the conclusion to say, the people who enjoy or watch this content, especially if they're watching it for educational purposes, they aren't married to the people who are delivering it as they're married to the thoughts. What have I been saying this entire uh, run? I would say this entire two month run, right? It's always about the message. It's, in some cases, it's about the messenger, but that's when it's personal. But if it's just about the information, it's, it's in my opinion, this is just my opinion, as a man who's a part of the manosphere, as, as Jersey Judah, um, host of the Red Pill Party, and fellow spokesman of the manosphere, I'm going to state a couple of things, right? You should never be more in tune with the creator than the creation. You should never, in this case, unless you're talking about the Heavenly Father, you should never be in tune with the creator more than the creation. This is how you get a lot of these snake oil salesmen. They're in and out. They got game for sale. They got this. They got that. They're the guys who want the red pill to go mainstream because it's for monetary gain on their ends. Has very little to do with the guys who are actually giving them the shekels, the guys who are giving them the coin in order for them to live the lifestyle that they live. See what I mean? So going back to what I said in the beginning, we're not all on this bullshit. I, I don't know if he read this from a book, DJ Academics, Big Big Act, me and Big Act gonna have to chop it up one day. I'm gonna have to tell him straight up. Yeah, whatever you heard about the manosphere, you heard that from them niggas. I'ma tell you, cause I'm a nigga, I'ma tell you how it really goes in the manosphere. You got you got the haves and the have-nots. That's it. If you think about the manosphere, you got the haves and the have-nots. But everybody who's the haves been in the position when they had not. <laughs> you, you feel me? 
So niggas getting pussy, all right, that's that's somewhere in the manosphere. PUA game, even though I disagree with it, a lot of that shit is placed in the manosphere. But niggas who are dropping quality information, that's over here too. <clears throat> We're not just all on here with, with a price tag on our information. But I like how he said that the people, the people who view these content creators for educational purposes, I like that. What happens is <clears throat> on an educational level, there's more, I, I believe there's more of the population of men or the demographic, I should say, who are in tune to the message for the message. So they're in tune to it for insight or educational purposes. And then you got the guys who go on there for entertainment purposes. I believe it's 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 it could be a, it could be a split. But at the most, I'll say 65. 65 percent maximum. Of men who are in the manosphere, they're there for the educational purposes. But here's the problem. If you got a guy who you're getting insight from. And I pro I've talked about this many times. When when the manosphere was getting a lot of heat, there was a lot of guys who had manosphere in their names, and they got rid of it. They they, they kind of you know blacking it out a bit. And then their information went from, you know, going monk mode and doing things yourself, to going out there picking up women and spinning plates. You know what I mean? A lot of. So a lot of double agents out here, but listen, big, big homie act. We out here doing work too, nigga. We out here doing work too. All right. We out here, we out here, we out here doing the work too. We got, we got purpose out here. That's, that's what the manosphere breaks down to purpose. If a man's purpose is pussy, that man is a pussy. And I watch how quickly people switch sides on fresh and fit when in i didn't mean that hold up <clears throat> son of a bitch didn't mean to do that i have to now but i okay, got to realize up. that people didn't really give a fuck about them people gave a fuck about what they were saying and that's a very interesting and a new way to deal with it now <laughs> What did I just say? <clears throat> now, is it interesting? I don't think so. I think it's just, to me, it's more of a pragmatic way of looking at things. It's like, if I let an appearance of, of things or the appearance of certain people or the thought of certain people get in the way of the interaction, I can miss out on a lot of friendships. I can miss out on a lot of relationships, right? So, if I... If I deal with somebody because of their insight, it has nothing to do with their physical, especially if this is a friend or if this is just someone you deal with. I think that's more meaningful than looking at a person for what they are, because if you look at them for how they are, you'll come up with ideas on what they are. And it's not the case. That's what a lot of dudes do. And then they vilify, they vilify the woman for not being the way that they portray themselves which is uh, it's understandable uh, argument, but I don't get too deep into it because see me, I went through the red pill rage shit already. 
So that was like, it's not a one and done. Every time I talk about like these type of scandalous hoes, I get, I get wild up, but I always have to remember, you know, to tone myself down a bit. And, um, that, like I said, that's one of the things of, of self-development. Now with DJ academics, I understand what he's saying. It's just, it's like, it's like the way that black people would talk about white racist folks. Like, oh, they look at all of us the same. But we tend to put people in categories all the time. Right? But when a white person does it, it's seen unnatural. But a nigga can go and see the manosphere, to me, like I said, I, I'm a representation of that. But... I also have my own mind and I also have my own experiences. Some things that I say may, may ruffle some feathers and not just with these whores, these whorehounds. I'm talking about these other guys within the manosphere. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You know what I mean? Anybody can sit back and be a critic, type on a fucking keyboard, right? Anybody can do that. Or you can have a voice, you can have a podcast, you can have your own message, and you can have your own platform, and leave me the fuck alone. That's all y'all would have to do. I'll I'll be honest with you. I I told Fresh, I said, yo, listen, if I were y'all, I would stop beefing with them dudes. And I think the dudes were like, I've been preached. I'm like, you can't win this beef. The reason why... (laughs) I mean, look, I said that in the beginning. Because they started... I don't know what happened. They had a jump start or something. They started losing. They started losing a lot of supporters over that shit. And a lot of people, I think it was like, what, three point something million? Probably more than that of uh, Abba and Preach uh, fans. They, there's a, they have like a, they have a cult following. And they're not black manosphere. They're not red pill. They're not MGTOW. They're just Abba and Preach. Now, that's the reason why they would have lost. <laughs> It has nothing to do, in my opinion, fresh and fit, even though you're going through a lot of bimbos, a lot of stupid conversations, they still mention a lot more um, insightful shit than Auburn Preach, 15-minute video. I'm just I'm just being real with you. But not to be biased either because, well, you know, fresh and fit had their situations. I've definitely mentioned it on the podcast. I don't have a problem with if... I would mention it even more if it was somebody that I was a fan of, because it's like, damn, or somebody that I was supporting, you know, but the idea that, I don't know, it's funny to me how somebody of celebrity status will say that, um, (laughs) someone of celebrity status will say that if a group of people only deal with a particular uh, content creator for their message, it's it's looked at as interesting. I just think that's common. That's I, I think that's more logical than than following a person twenty four seven and not paying attention to any insightful words that a person says. You can't win this beef as this. Them dudes is arguing something that like first of all they've put you on trial. Your integrity is now on trial and you'll never win that race against someone whose integrity also isn't on trial. Their integrity ain't on trial. So now they're just trying to see if y'all are shitty people. You get me? You're not going to win that. You know what I mean? Um, 
have they done stuff that people don't like? Have they done whatever? Probably, you know? But I, I did tell them, I said, yo, what I should do is fuck what fuck going at people, showing up your audience. Your audience thinks you're frauds. Do Q and A. And we do a QA, answer any questions your audience has. Um I don't know. It's just an interesting place that I've realized that, you know, it's a hotbed of commotion for new creators. But I think people are realizing some of the costs and risks of that because you need to live. You have to live what you're saying. Like there's dudes like literally I was watching this one kid. He was like, yo, these dudes saved my life. They were talking about him like, like these guys were the Messiah. <laughs> like, for example, if y'all watch me, I might teach y'all a thing or two, right? And whatever, but. Yo, he's right, bro. He's right. Like, listen, man, there's guys who, who have, who are very insightful, man. If, if I could just be, if I could just be a percentage of that representation, I'll be good in life. You know what I mean? Regardless of what I do, where I go, I'll be good if I know that the words that I say can positive in a positive manner affect millions of men, right? I don't I don't necessarily aim to be that, meaning I'm still who the fuck I am at the end of the day. And I understand what he's saying cuz a lot of dudes just aren't really living what they're talking about. So like a person who's on the outside, they're looking at this shit like, yeah, this is like professional wrestling. You got these guys who are in this corner. You got these guys who are in the other corner. Everybody, the audience is almost split. The communities is split. The way of thinking is split, even though it's identically similar, right? It's a split right it's like wrestling so i always say to myself like i don't get mad when niggas make fun of the manosphere it's it's just funny to me because like tommy sotomayor he said the same thing about the manosphere but he was on the he was on fresh and fit with rollo tomasi donovan sharp uh representations essentially of the manosphere so it can't be that bad DJ Academics, you know, the, he's making a lot of points about the manosphere or at least the negative aspect or the negative representation, if you will, of the manosphere. But the guys who are trying to actually bring shit together, the guys who are trying to bring together valuable information, we're not we're not really getting. Well, I'm getting a little bit of outreach now. Shout out to y'all niggas, by the way, for supporting. I do appreciate it. But other than that. I mean, you're not going to get too many followers if you're just if you're actually trying to bring people together with logic instead of this uh, beat the drums and yell kumbaya. We're not doing all that. So so for me, I already know, like, all right, regardless of whoever, whoever gets called out, whoever gets exposed, some people just expose themselves. They don't need they don't need detractors. They're like their worst enemies. Cause you can't like I can't say like I can't tell I can't tell y'all 
that I'm a representation or I'm an influencer for modern day women. Cause that's not my, that's not my plateau. That's not where, where I'm working from. I'm working on the foundation of myself, building myself and return building the podcast. Hopefully the YouTube channel comes back and then, you know, everything's smooth sailing, still working, still doing what the fuck I do. But I'm an everyday guy, just like the next guy. Except, you know, the shit that I talk about is, you know, shocking to some. By the way, Team Green Tea, Arizona, Green Tea, Ginseng with honey. Once again, cheers. Pause for the calls. Matter of fact, I'll play this. I'll play it, big homie act. Don't make y'all loyalty to me like your act has taught me how to be a man. Don't ever do that. Just know I'm an entertainer and I'm here to entertain you. And I hope along the way I can give you some dope nuggets of truth and understanding and whatever to make y'all lives better. But if you come to me, don't come to me to figure out how to live. And that's why I respect niggas like DJ Academics. Now, <clears throat> there is some there is something I should say entertaining about this. He calls himself an entertainer, and I agree. But what ties him up to Fresh and Fit, or better yet, what ties Fresh and Fit up to him is, in a lot of ways, more or less his educational value, the shit he mentions dealing with thoughts and all this other shit. This is where a lot of his audience comes from. Now, I'm not a fan of a lot of hip-hop today, so I really don't give a shit about niggas talking about it. So my... Besides the war in Chirac and a couple other things that he talked about, he used to just have a channel where he had like, you know, two, three minute um, articles or clips or information that he'd gotten. And I would watch that. But like, there's a lot of people, like, I find it interesting that the educational purposes, content creators are doing a lot of work with the, you know, entertainers. The best comparison besides DJ Academics would be Tommy Sotomayor, like I said, who he said before, he said he said a lot of fucked up things about the manosphere, but I understand where he was coming from because he was actually dealing with detractors, nigga, like <laughs> official detractors. Like these these weren't bums either. I think didn't uh I think didn't Tommy and Minister Jap have beef a while back? See, I remember Minister Jap because of that shit. I didn't know who the fuck Minister Jap was entirely until like last year and like late last year more or less four months ago i knew his name from i used to watch uh a lot of tommy's lives and shit and he would always mention and it was always be a back and forth i never knew who minister jap was then i found out and i was like oh shit Another representation of the black manosphere. Shout out to Minister Jap. Shout out to Minister Jap. Shout out to the church. You know, church gang. You know, church check-in. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, where's my sound effect at? So I don't give a fuck. It's Friday. Fuck it. Church check-in. Come to me to be entertained. And that's the whole thing about this whole Manosphere thing is because you have 
every dude who's popping out of the blue claiming they're a guru, claiming they did this, claiming they know how to live, claiming they whatever, claiming they're not hypocrites. That's very dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get people look at the Kevin Samuels, but then there's going to be a thousand other people like that. That's just going to be... Another excellent point. I've said this, though. <clears throat> I've also said this about Fresh and Fit. One of the things you can't really take away from them is the fact that they've started sort of a format of podcasting. So now you're always going to see maybe two to five bimbos on the show, on the table, on a round table, same camera angles, and these guys almost using the same talking points. That's just what it is. Uh, Kevin Samuels, the same thing. Once Kevin Samuels, I'm not even going to bring Because <laughs> this nigga's a clown, bro. Hold up. There's... <laughs> Look, when Kevin Samuels came out, I'm not talking about Kevin Samuels being a clown, by the way, but when Kevin Samuels came out, a lot a lot of guys, their, their best defense were to come at Kevin Samuels, not agree with the facts that Kevin Samuels was, was speaking, right? So what they did was they became detractors. All right. And in the process of that, there were a larger percentage of black men who wore they wore they wear button up shirts to the top button. This is how they present themselves. These niggas look strange. They're weirdos. And they have the same. They try to have the same uh, mannerisms and all this other shit as Kevin Samuels. And it's just bad, bro. Like when I first saw a lot of these dudes, I just thought it was a parody. I'm like, OK, like they, they try to be funny. And then I realized they're talking about their situations personally. They're not doing an impersonation. And I'm going, wait a minute. These niggas is really cloning out here. I think the government worked out for them, except they did everything opposite. They didn't make them look like the person, but they're just emulating these niggas today. But that's, but that's going to be the trend. That's what's going to be considered... Um, that's going to be considered acceptable now. Or a lot of niggas will clout chase. A lot of niggas will say, fuck this guy, fuck that guy, fuck these men, fuck that man, and they'll be the renegade. Now, their their quest in doing so is, of course, to get the attention. And in the same way that a bitch gets attention, they're willing to do anything and everything to get it. Nothing but facts. He kind of scary so now again and by the way if you know i was saying to someone today i was like yo if i was gonna try to you know figure out a way to come up online these days i would definitely do what they're doing i would do what fresh and fits doing times 10. fuck kicking out a chick out of a studio i would kick out a chick out of a car oh <laughs> yo this nigga's a savage look and see, this is the bad rep. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to promote any of this. Like I said, as he said it, it's going to be the same way that I say it. I look at DJ Academics and shit on the entertainment for the entertainment value. Um, does he drop jewels a lot? Yes. Is he dropping jewels now, particularly? Yes. Is it? It's not like, and like I said before, it's not just this thought of. Well, I can scam millions of people, so I might as well, you know, use the same talking points and do this and that, which is the reason why a lot of these other niggas are doing it. They're not really genuine with what they say, and they're not living the shit that they talk about.
Shit I talked about, I lived. I have no reason to make no shit up. The fuck? Why, why would a person who don't fuck with a lot of people want to be accepted by a lot of people? If I, if I don't fuck with people in general, meaning if I'm not what you would call a people person, why would, why would my reach be for every person? Like, you know, you take the risk, the ins and outs of podcasting and expressing your opinions, especially showing your face. You take a risk of doing that, especially if you have a strong message. And your message can be offensive to others, right? You kind of, you kind of get into, you kind of just take that risk and say, that's just a part of the game, really. You know, then you got a lot of guys that are more strategic. Now, I've said it before. I'm not going to really take back what I say because, in essence, I play a lot of content creators that I like who, who just do audio. They don't show their faces. And some of them, they be saying the most ratchet, off-the-hook shit, right? They be going the fuck in. And I be addressing it, and I be playing it. You know, Replicant Fish, Taylor the Fiend. There's other people I can mention. Undead Chronic. All these other guys who are either, they either have logos, they're just, they're known as a logo, or they're known as an avatar. And respectfully speaking, I understand, especially... If these guys have, you know, they're trying to keep a decent reputation, you know, for me, you know, I'm out here like a, a, a fucking mercenary anyway. I don't got no reputation. I don't got a reputation to withhold, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Motherfuckers going to know what type of person I am from probably the first 10, 15 uh, minute interaction. If if something is addressed of some importance. I may I may add a, a couple words, but I'm not trying to be the uh, the I'm not trying to be a part of every conversation. I'm not that nosy of a person. You know what I mean? I have my own fucking life. I have my own responsibility, and that's the reason why I think a lot of these other bugaboo bitches they'll just be around guys. They'll be around guys bothering them because they don't have shit to do themselves. They don't be having shit else to do. Like it's like what the fuck are you doing here? Like I said before, like, the thing that I don't miss, another addition, by the way, of things that I don't miss in relationships, a reiteration and um, a new entry, if you will. I've mentioned before that bitches don't, women are so emotional, but they can't, they have a problem with displaying the fact that they're obviously emotional. So if they have problems with something or if they're mad at you, let's just say, they're not going to directly tell you that they're mad at you. They'll give you a funky ass attitude. You let the bitch in your crib. She out here just just living carelessly, acting carelessly. You ask the bitch if something's wrong with her. Because God forbid if you don't attend to a woman's needs. This is something I've learned a long time ago, by the way, gentlemen. But you try to tell her or ask her if there's anything you can do or if there's something wrong, she gets a funky attitude. It's like, bitch, you don't have to be here. You don't have to be with me. You don't have to be around me. We don't ever have to see each other again. You can leave. 
Especially if you're going to keep that funky ass attitude. You can leave. I'm not holding you back. And see, that's the, that's the mentality that men need to have today. I'm not gonna. I'm not holding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not holding you back from anything. You can do whatever you want. Now, if I'm in the mindset of just getting pussy, I'm like, yeah, you're not that important. I'll go to the next bitch because the next bitch, what she got to offer is probably better, probably wetter, probably safer. You know what I mean? More structured. Niggas, see, niggas get too used to being criticized, right? Like. When bitches started talking about niggas not packing and shit, like, we need to really talk about these these women's uh, vaginal structures, bitch. Fuck out of here. <laughs> bitches got through doing monkey double backflips on, on, on an entourage of men, right? And then we'll come back and say, yeah, I don't want no small dick nigga. Because you wouldn't feel anything. You need, you need, that's why these bitches play with 10-inch 10 10 inch, uh, dildos Brutals, they call. <laughs> yo, you see these, yo, these nasty, freaky bitches, yo. I seen a bitch, and look, I don't care. I, I was watching, um, what clip was I watching? I forgot what bitch this was, but I know I was on the hub. I was on the hub, right? And I seen the, I seen like the thumbnail, and this bitch, this bitch took like a fifteen incher, and this bitch was skinny as hell. She took. She took a 15-inch ride. That shit went up to her stomach, nigga. I'm like, what type of fucking shit is this? That's why she don't want a short dick, man. We on our, we're on our way to our first date. I'll kick her out of the car right there. She said something I don't like. Kick her out, side of the road. <laughs> Fuck it. Bang bros type shit. You know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? Like, salacious shit obviously works. Um, the only thing I look at with all these dudes is that... <laughs> It's a bunch of angling for position. Um, for fresh and fit. Again, maybe I just look at them for different reasons. I look at them for entertainment. And that's the only thing where I can't argue with people at. It's a very thin line between entertainment and trying to get people to drink the Kool-Aid. If I got you to basically drink the Kool-Aid of this academics philosophy. This this is academics like way of living, which is perfect. And then y'all saw me not live it. I'll be a fraud. Y'all would feel betrayed. Whatever vitriol or anger y'all had would be for me. And that's my only thing towards anyone who do does this. Even Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels is an entertainer. Stop taking these niggas to think that they're God. Message. <laughs> Message. Message. Listen, as I brought up and see what kept what, what DJ academics doesn't realize is that this particular moment, he's almost contradicting everything that he's saying. Nearly, because this is why. He talked about that it was strange, right? Or it was just weird or interesting. I'll say interesting. I think he said interesting. You know what I mean? I don't want to add anything else to it. But he said it's interesting that guys will subscribe to the person's information or put the information 
or put the message over the messenger. And what I've been saying from the beginning, it's not about the messenger. You don't know that person. See, I can't invest too much time in somebody I don't even know. You see what I mean? When I talk about modern day women, I know them. A lot of other men who I display on this podcast, they know them. Is it primarily about modern day women? Absolutely not. But you'll have certain guys, and this and this goes back to like the whole Godfather thing. All right, Kevin Samuels, Godfather, Rolo Tomasi, Godfather. Cool. If that's the title they want, this goes, matter of fact, this goes back to what DJ Academics said in the beginning. When you call yourself a guru or godfather, right? When you call yourself a godfather, you are pretty much asking for opposition. There's going to be an unrealistic amount of people who will challenge that, right? And you should be prepared for it. You should be prepared for it. And, you know, I feel... For the most part, there's going to be detractors either way. I mean, in this community, I think Rolo and um, and Kevin Samuels are both polarizing in a sense. I say the same about both of them. They say a lot of things I agree with, and they also say a lot of things I disagree with. The whole marriage thing being a priority today is a fucking joke. So... But Kevin Samuel's audience is black women who are worried about being married. So he has his audience. Rolo Tomasi is like an old PUA who kind of, he has a lot of good insight. I'm not saying nothing bad about him in that sense. But the whole spinning plates thing, especially with today going forward, it's just a recipe for fucking disaster. And for a lot of these guys who who, who don't even have um, the necessary confidence or charisma to get themselves in that position... It's a recipe for destruction. You know what I mean? You're, you're creating Elliot Rogers. <laughs> In that sense, I don't, I'm not saying that PUAs create Elliot Rogers, but what I'm saying is when your message is telling men to better themselves one minute and then talk about having a variety and a selection of women, it's kind of like it's distorting the message. Meaning, it's going to split the audience either way. Like what I what I'm saying right now could split an audience, because I'm saying on one end, Kevin Samuel says some insightful shit, or Rolo Tomaso, uh, Rolo Tomasi says some insightful shit. Are either ones Godfathers in my mind? No. Are are either ones terrible content creators? No. Like I I can look at things, even kill. Like all right. Good aspects, bad aspects. Which one outweighs the other in my mind? So I can go forward with the insight or is it going to be informative or it's going to be entertainment value? Is it going to be educational purposes or entertainment purposes, etc.? That's all it is. You know what I mean? I like I like the balance. I like the balance and the consistency of both. I like it for myself, and I like it for other content creators. I can listen to something that's strictly informative, and it's not its not going to be terrible. I'm not saying that's bad, that it's strictly informative, but you, you need a little personality. You know what I mean? You need a little flair. I hate to use that word, but I just used it. You kind of need that flair 
and you need that. It's not peacocking, and it's not even peacocking to a sense. It's just like generosity. Just, just be, just have, just have a level of generosity and be genuine. You know what I mean? Have, like, a lot of guys will tell you have the abundance mindset, but when they say that, they're only aiming that towards females, right? So meanwhile, you got a guy who's quote unquote living the abund uh, the abundance uh, the abundance lifestyle, but with the scarcity mindset. So he's always going to pedestalize that in which he views as superior. So these simps are created in a lot of ways from PUAs. You've heard it from me first. I'm not arguing with niggas. That's just my opinion. When you have guys who have game for sale, when you have guys like even back in the day, the mystery guys, Strauss, all these other dudes, right? They all had, they had keen insight, but they were all a co cohesive unit. So it was more believable for the outsider. Like, wow, these guys, and they'll have TV shows. And like I said, all of the weak-minded men, they latched onto it, right? They, they just latched onto it out of hopes of, this is going to change my way of communicating. This is going to change my way of uh, relationships and uh, my problems with women. It's, it's going to all be solved with these guys. And I'm not mad at the people I'm I'm upset of the reputation that the manosphere gets from those people. I'm not mad at those people. Those people are just making money, unfortunately. You got a lot of niggas that sell of that sell drugs laced with fentanyl that's killing people worldwide. There's not that much of a backlash for that much. But it's happening, right? People pick and choose what they want to point out. Or they if you just want to sit back and point out all of the negatives of something. You're never going to get the positivity or you're never going to get the message long run paying attention to a messenger. So once again, DJ Academics is on point. He's right. Why? I think the reason why Kevin Samuels, for example, made it to where he was at was he took the basic, the basic average at best, which is a lot of guys have said, a lot of guys have said this. And I'm not throwing salt. It's just. He was just the right person at the right place at the right time. And once that hit World Star Hip Hop, that shit just instantly blew up. And then all of the backlash and all of the detractors at first ended up being the supporters. You got to pay a certain amount of money to call and talk shit. And these women will easily drop money to go on and, and get annihilated by Kevin Samuels. Like I said, he has some of the funniest clips. Funniest clips. But... I have to put him more in the entertainment aspect. He's no different than a DJ academics, except you, you could equate Kevin Samuels to like, you know, the seasoned veteran, the guy who's been in high positions and shit like that. But DJ academics also has a, a good amount of money as well. I think it's a generational thing. Women have this. I think it's the thing with fatherless women. Hear me out. With fatherless women, they have a tendency to look for more insight from older men. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the replacement of the father that they were never around. So they always look at the older men, the more seasoned, still equally, if not more successful than the average man, 
for insight. You know what I mean? And like I said, some people are at the right places at the right time. You know what I mean? I think when I first heard, like I said this before, when I first heard Tommy Sotomayor talk about how he was saying a lot of shit before other people, I didn't really put two and two together at first. Then I remember seeing a clip from back from back in the day, I guess. Not even back in the day, just from a minute ago, where um, Kevin Samuels does the Instagram song. And I know the Instagram song from Tommy Sotomayor, right? I'm just saying. And it was from that point, I was like, wow, he's right. But you can't just sit back and point that out, even though it's the truth, because you're going to have too many detractors. You're going to have too many people that just say you're hating, too many people to say that you're jealous. And, you know, I think that's fucked up. But like I said, this is the so-called manosphere. Tommy Sotomayor has became the honorary member of the manosphere and we're seeing him more and more he had the fight situation of course uh recently with the uh bw the bw not only is she a bw she's a bdww uh, a modern day whorehound and we've just seen we just seen the activities and we just seen the the fuckery that unfolded from that but i'm sure tommy sotomayor is going to be on fresh and fit a lot I mean, they, they they do have. I think Tommy Sotomayor does have a natural um, level of chemistry on that show, especially around women. You know what I mean? You see, you see all the bitches. Like I, I saw the clip, and there was this bitch that was just that was eyeing this nigga down. Like I'm like, God damn. I'm like, yo, Tommy, just turn and look. Just turn and look. She's right there. She's eyeing you down. Hold up. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen. A lot of things are changing now going forward. You know, with the manosphere and everything going on, people's getting people still getting their channels um, completely taken down. People are still um, you know, it's a lot of crazy shit going on. And you see little factions and groups of people starting to come together and but they're not they're together, but they're not all together. It's like it's one of those situations where you look at look at any group of people. Uh politicians, best example. You got conservative and then you got liberal, right? But then you have libertarians, right? Or you'll have more of the independent way. And even within those groups of people, there will be individuals that disagree with one another. And so what usually happens is within that particular party, let's just say, there's a sub-party or there's a far right, far left, right? A more radical approach to certain things. When you have people who are just conservative or who are just considered liberals, they're just more on the uh, social aspect. I believe, like I've said this before, the hive mind of liberals today, it's like contagious amongst others. They use entertainment, they use entertainment value or they use entertainers for their, for their spread of propaganda and bullshit. You know what I mean? It's very easy to do so. Especially if you have one side that's known for being so-called, you know, 
equal to women and blacks. And then you have the other side who's the so-called racist and, and cross burners. You get confused. So now, like I said before, I'm using this as an example. You have more of what I would consider red pill light. Which are like old washed up PUAs with insight. And then you have like MGTOW loners. Not necessarily lone wolf, direct loners or lone wolf. They had the lone wolf mindset. Don't get it twisted, but they're essentially loners. And they have connected with other guys who don't acknowledge the manosphere, don't acknowledge uh, MGTOW, don't identify with, you know, the monk lifestyle. And what it is, it's like one group, one group does a two hour stream. The other group does a two hour stream. And all of it is, all of it really just involves them talking shit back and forth, you know, subliminal shots. It's just like, come on, guys. Kevin Samuels don't talk to women the way he talks to women on his live stream. Let's be very clear. I seen a live stream of him with women and all he was doing is cheesing. He's not talking to them in a demeaning manner. He's not talking to them like he's some whatever. He's entertaining y'all by showing y'all how he could deal with women. Same with Fresh and Fit. This is entertainment. And that's why I realized the angling of all this shit is what's fucking people up. Because y'all thinking dudes are living this way. They're not living this way. They might believe these principles, but it's entertainment. It's one thing if you're arguing ideology and principles and just what people feel. Most like most of these these little manosphere channels, they're built on just talking to women crazy. And I'm not here defending no woman, but this is not how you have conversation with people. But gonna have to cut you off, sir. Um, <clears throat> let me let me just paint a picture real quick. So, and he's just, in my opinion, DJ Academics is just the outside perspective of more of a collective, right? Meaning. He has a perspective of a detractor, right? But he's around too many people who's involved in it to be a detractor. So he'll kind of throw little little sneak jabs here and there. But in my opinion, I think he's just listening to the wrong type of content creators. See, me, my response talking reckless to bitches is because they, they, they are disrespectful and they don't deserve my respect. We've seen countless videos of these women claiming to have no fucking respect or consideration for men. So why the fuck will men have that? Now, rather than me tell guys to go and talk to women reckless, I'm telling you to focus on your purpose and what you have to do. That's entirely different. Now, these other niggas that's telling niggas to go out here and, and, and disrespect bitches and put them in their place. I'm not even opposed to that either. It's just what I talk about and... It's not a majority of guys in the manosphere. He, it's just the percentage of what he's viewing at the time. Their audience is a bunch of niggas who don't get no pussy, who've been slighted by women, who never got no bad bitches, who really felt like, yo, hey, 
these chicks have played me, so I can't wait till one of us can play them. So you're watching your favorite creator talk to them crazy. But that's entertainment. I'm going to have to agree and disagree. Because generally, you would have to look at it. Is it really the manosphere at that point? Or is it society that's doing that? It's not the manosphere that's blatantly telling men to disrespect women. That's, I've never heard a content creator within the manosphere outside of entertainment purposes say anything close to that. In fact, I think a lot of these guys are are, are still too respectful to a lot of these bitches who, who, really have, who really don't have them in consideration. That's my opinion. I think a lot of guys in the manosphere are too are too respectful. You know what I mean? Like Kevin Samuels, he has like a light switch, like an on and off switch. Like, you know, if he want to turn up, he going to turn up. If he going to sit back and let a woman bury himself, he going to do that. Right now. One woman can look at one video and see Cam Kevin Samuels going off on a bitch and say, oh, he's a misogynist. He doesn't like women, this and that. But then the next video, Kevin Samuels will do a a, a women only, a woman only show where they call up and and they have whatever problems they have. So it's like a person's a person's um, perspective, or better yet, just a person's a person's view is very important, but not to the masses. Unless you're DJ academics and you hear DJ academics say the manosphere just consists in men talking reckless to bitches. It's obviously coming from somebody of influence, but also somebody who may be ignorant when it comes to this particular group. You know what I mean? Maybe his information and this nigga is getting hip hop information. So I know he's getting some bullshit information on the manosphere. You dealing with a group of rappers, all they do is cap. Fuck you talk. All they do is cap. All they do is talk about disrespecting bitches. Come on. I don't know, man. I just can't really agree with that one. It's not practical. These dudes ain't talking to a chick they like like that. They're talking to the chicks that they're going to re recycle for an episode or a show. It's just a bunch of niggas who, like, and I understand it, like, for Fresh and Fit or Kevin Samuels, you got to pimp the shit out. Like, I had, like, the first thing, when I hear these dudes talk to chicks, I'd be like, yo, whoa, chill. Like, they be going extra hard, like, yo, I got to kick a chick out just to prove a point. I got to turn the shit. Now, <laughs> I never thought about this this way of thinking, and I kind of understood what Rolo Tomasi was talking about when he first mentioned this, which is why um, DJ Academics went on a 47-minute rant roasting Rolo Tomasi. When you are transparent enough to put other people's shit out there, right? It's not a good look, you know what I mean? Regardless of how confident or close you are to those individuals. As the saying goes that I hear from a lot of old head black men, everything ain't for everybody, right? So when you talk about, oh, well, you know, you know, uh, 
Fresh and Fit, I, I saw them kick a bitch out. And, you know, they did it. They said they did it because, you know, they had to put him in check and all this. And I had to tell him, yo, chill, chill. Like, that doesn't make you look... It, like, it doesn't make you look any better, in other words. So, like, with a lot of guys who become detractors or guys who talk about the manosphere being wrong, but then they have a catchphrase, hard on thoughts, you're going to get the same type of backlash that a person in the manosphere who is just talking about self-development and understanding the nature of women is going to get. You, you are no different. In fact, you are, like I said, affiliated with Fresh and Fit. So I think what, what will happen if there's not, I mean, there has to be some level of restriction where it's like, all right, act like, yo, you don't got to put everything that we talk about on, on the live. All right. We don't want to do that because you're almost exposing, you're almost exposing the sort of PUA game aspect. You're exposing the snake oil salesman aspect of the people that you are actually associated with. And that doesn't say, that doesn't say a lot of good things about you. I'm just saying. But the fuck up, I gotta tell her she ain't important. Bro, like, life ain't like that, bro. I just gotta be honest with y'all. Like, life ain't like that. You could, and then I hear, I was listening to some other channels today, and everybody's like, yo, I'm an alpha male. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, nobody in real life has, like, this is, this is so meant for the insecure male. He's right. Now, look, like I said before, bro, like, the alpha male shit to me, I think the alpha male is just like, a, I think alpha is just a form of characteristics. It's the same as beta. So you'll never hear a weak guy. And this is the point I always make to, to the alphas, right? You'll never hear a weak guy that just says, well, I'm beta. I'm weak. Um... I'm not really entitled to much. I don't really offer anything. Yeah, I'm beta. Yeah. You'll never hear it. But for some reason, alphas or costume alphas, because real alphas don't have to really do much to tell you. They have they have no reason to tell you that they're alpha, to tell you they're alpha. You understand? So he makes a good point. Like the insecure, it's and it's easy. The detractors, the snake oil salesman, it's an easy cash grab, yo. It's an easy fucking cash grab. Easy. Easy. You don't even really have to do anything. You can just be appealing. You can appeal to just the desperation of women out of men, and you're in, you're good. Now, essentially, in my opinion, you sell the fuck out as a person. You lose your soul, in my opinion, when you do that. When you're doing something or you are promoting something that in all actuality, you're not really living that. Or you get to a point where you're just willing to sell out and get to a point where you just water everything down just for a check. You essentially sold out. Right. And I think this whole idea of, you know, playing the quote unquote game, it's the same effects. Where it's like you can't even you can't even recognize 
the hypocrisies or you can't even recognize just the blatant just just the blatant fuckery of it where like you can go and sell information like oh yeah well you know i have books i have this i have that cool all right but once once that becomes the whole purpose or once that just becomes the only thing that's important to you that's when things in my opinion become a little bit difficult so when people get pointed out as frauds or you know they get pointed out as double agents or whatever the fuck term you want to use you got to really put in you got to really think like all right you got to look into the facts maybe this is true right because hey if you got a high level entertainer who's around these niggas telling you that they're just kicking niggas out you know just to have uh you know just to have the appeal on the show then it's obvious that most of those situations are probably made up. Most of those situations are on some Jerry Springer shit. It was all set up from the beginning. That's what everybody's doing. They're pimping the insecure male. That's all they're doing. Like, no one in real life just talks like, I'm the alpha male. <laughs> like, you never hear these words, bro. Like, ever. <laughs> Like, who talks like this? I'm the alpha male. I'm... Nobody talks like this. People live life, and people treat people how they're treated. Now, keep in mind, the reason why I think some of these channels are dope, because they do use some logic, and some logic that sometimes women and some women don't understand. But they they, they take it a lot too far to entertain dudes. That's why I say it's entertainment. But for the most part, they sell it as like a lifestyle and an ideology. So it's gonna be y'all gonna get exposed when y'all yo. If y'all are talking to women like that, you better not be slipping up and nothing in her. Oh, you got her pregnant? Oh, you wildin', nigga? You were just talking about all this shit about her. You you look you look like a fraud, nigga. You were just telling her that. You demeaning her at the center, nigga. We see you on a video giggling around her, texting her certain shit, bro. What's up with you? It allows these dudes to be I, like, I'm watching it and I'm like, this is entertainment. I take it as entertainment, but trust me, there's a lot of money in this. The nigga who's paying a thousand, maybe there's dudes who are successful in whatever field they're doing that's paying two, three thousands. Of dollars for people to teach them how to be a man, how to deal with. And that's it. That's all I'm gonna have to play. That's all I need to play. I'm gonna exit that playlist. 241. Well, 242 actually, to be exact. Damn near, near. Are we near or past the hour and 30 minute mark? We're near the hour and 30 minute mark. Near an hour and 20 to be exact. He's on point with everything he's saying. I, I really can't disagree with much of what he's talking about, but what I can say is you have to find what it is that you want. Don't let another content creator tell you to be something that you know for a fact you're not. I tell people, be themselves. Be their best selves. Especially men of today. Because you're not going to have you're not going to have too much of a support system or you're not going to have too many women on your corner rooting for you. And I think it's necessary that certain guys 
We are here to uplift one another. I know that sounds cringy, cheesy, and, and, and semi-gay, but y'all know what I mean by that. Um, when you have men, and this is the, this is like the really the sad part about it, you'll just have men. Most most of the men are detractors. The women will just disagree with you. They may leave a comment, but the men are the ones who are going to just, you know, they're the biggest detractors when it comes to anything, especially logic. Today, a lot of the content creators have game for sale, but they also have a bit of logic. And it's like they will you in a little bit. But once you're hooked, you're, you're in. And, and, and it breaks down to a point where a guy who's successful, um, financially speaking, guys who are essentially rolling in money, that even if a regular common man would get his hands on money, just the possibilities would be infinite. He would instead spend 1000 to 3000 on 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 a program or on this game for sale type of thing. A guy who's already have, and some guys who are close to being on that level where they're max, max level when it comes to money, have no game, no personality, no charisma with women. It's an easy market. And he's right. You don't have to do that. You don't have to be that guy, but it's an easy market. You go in, you aim your message towards weak-minded men, and you act superior and you say you've been through this and you've been through that and you've been smashing women and you've been having threesomes and, and doing all this type of adventurous shit, you're going to get these guys hooked, right? But the problem is they're not, they're not those guys and a lot of those guys aren't even the guys that they say they are. So, yeah, just think about that. It's uh, 245. Get ready to wind this shit down, man. Um, I am going to still do something later on. I'm not going to necessarily do it at 6.30. I may do it a little bit later. I may do something short. Well, actually, I'm not going to do anything short because I have a, a good amount of videos to respond to and a lot of other miscellaneous conversations to discuss. Um. It's very, it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous on both ends of the spectrum. And hear me out. And I know this is going to sound bad, but I'm just going to be real with you. Like, Axe point, DJ Academics point of view is almost like a leftist or liberal point of view. Where, by proxy, he's sort of defending the opposition. Now, he tells you in the middle of the conversation that he isn't, but he kind of is. And with that liberal state of mind, it's all of the talking points of other people that he's heard. It's not direct insight. It's not direct videos. It's not direct link. It's, it's just like word of mouth type of shit. And word travels, especially when you are a millionaire like DJ Academics. It's dangerous to tell guys out there that the manosphere is bad because if you tell them the manosphere is bad, especially those coming up, they're just going to assume, well, I think feminist is great. I'm an ally. I'm a male feminist. No. 
I think the manosphere is what it is. You're a fan of hip hop. Do you think hip hop is the greatest thing since sliced bread right now with all these dead rappers? You would be a fucking hypocrite if you would said yes. But I understand either way. Right? There's good music, bad music, good manosphere, bad manosphere, you know, good times, bad times. Nigga, like, I just don't like to, I think, especially for who he is, right? Like, he's around those guys who were considered frauds, still are considered frauds by many people. But you're around those guys, and you just almost expose them by saying that, hey, he kicked the bitch out because we need views and we're doing this for this and that. Like, dude, that's that sounds a little fucked up to me. That sounds a tad bit fucked up to me. So you're almost describing the people you're associated with. From your words, not mine. I didn't put words in your mouth. I'm still a fan. I still support you. I just feel like how a lot of people feel where if you're not going to understand, if you're not going to understand the full representation of something, then don't talk about it. Because it's going to make you look bad because you're not understanding that the people who you affiliate with are a part of that. Like, it, it's, I don't know, man. That's just weird to me. That's, that's like me. That's like me being friends with a drug dealer, right? That's like me being friends with a drug dealer. Close friends. I'm close friends with the, with, with, with this drug dealer. And I'm just talking about how drug dealers ain't shit. Drug dealers are bad people. You know, drug people, uh, drug dealers ruin communities and all this shit. Meanwhile, I'm talking to this nigga, communicating with him. Like, it, it doesn't add up. You know what I mean? But hey, I just think there needs to be a separation at this point. Because if Kevin Samuels and Fresh and Fit really want to go the route they're going, then it's like you should just denounce everything that you've talked about and just focus on a particular audience. That's already happened with Kevin Samuels, but it, it, that should just be the thing, right? Because think about it. You got the you got the Justice League. You got the Roundtables. What what is the other shit called? Rule Zero. You got all these guys coming together, doing little jabs at one another, and it's corny at this point. I'm still gonna make the content I make because I'm not gonna let people, regardless popular or not. To, uh, distract me or take me out of the focus of talking about the shit that I want to talk about. It's just, it's fair to mention that, like I said, it's becoming this group gang mentality where, hey, I got all my boys rounded up. We're getting ready to call out these content creators tonight. We're not going to hold back any punches. And that's all, that's all it really is, is these niggas talking shit about one another. It's funny to an extent, but then I think well, what about the other people out there who who look at these guys for insight? Because a lot of these guys are very insightful people. Unlike academics, they're not purely based off of just entertainment. They have insight as well. A lot of these people don't have game for sale. Some of them do. That's their decision. And they'll deal with the backlash from that because that's, that's what's currently getting pointed out. The frauds and all this shit, it's... It's going to continue to be, it has to happen. It's like the system is essentially cleaning itself out. The, the people who act the way that they're not, 
that's going to be exposed, right? It, it has to happen in order to clean out the system, which is the manosphere. Anyway, 251, man, I'm wrapping this shit up now. Fuck the whole hour and 30 minute thing. It's it's under an hour and 30 minutes. Didn't even plan on uh, going over this, but I felt, I listened to the first 10 minutes and then something told me, you know what, it would be good to react to this because like I stated, DJ Academics is who he is regardless. He can go on there and say, fuck the manosphere. Manosphere ain't shit. Fuck the manosphere. And then hang out with niggas in the manosphere. Just like Tommy Sotomayor. Well, you know, the niggas in the manosphere ain't getting pussy. That's what I always thought. Then two months later, you're with a panel of guys from the manosphere. It It's like, I never want to reach that point to where I continuously contradict myself. I want to stand on what the fuck I'm saying because it's me saying it. It's not a group of people backing me up. It's literally me saying it. You know what I'm saying? So I never want to reach that point to where I'll, I will blatantly contradict myself without even knowing. And then when somebody points it out, I get defensive. You know what I mean? I'll never, I never want to be that. But anyway, in the meantime and in between time, or until next time, which will be around 7.30, 8 o'clock-ish. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace.